You are listening to episode number 59 of the Fit Successful Dad podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fit Successful Dad podcast. I am your host, Gordon Light, and today I'm going to talk about two different frames of mind. Okay, the first frame of mind is the belief that you can do something. The second frame of mind is the belief that you will do something. Very similar, also very different, both very important, and both have their own unique outcome at the end. So I'm bringing this up for a couple different reasons. And uh, one is definitely the parenting aspect here. We do talk about parenting. I'm a dad. A lot of the listeners, probably yourself, are a parent or uh, plan to be a parent in the future. And parenting is a lot, uh, basically it's leadership. It has a lot of the same components as leadership. And also, I am of the firm belief that you essentially, as a human being, take on a parenting role over yourself, and you treat yourself how you would expect to be treated and how you would expect to treat another uh, person that you care for, right? That's, uh, that is a concept that I've talked about before here on the podcast. I've talked about it in other um, interactions before, and it's something I've never really seen out in the world. I never read about it in a book or anything, but it's what I believe. And uh, I, I believe that it's relevant. And that's kind of what uh, a majority of this podcast is based around. But I bring up these two frames of mind because I believe that they are directly tied to leadership and parenting and the oversight of another person or the oversight of yourself. And you'll see why here shortly, uh, why I believe that they're relevant. And Let's just dive right into these, okay? So the first one I wanna talk about is the belief that you can do something. So what does it really mean to believe that you can do something? Well, you know, we're told from a very, very young age by at least the good teachers in our lives and uh, family friends and family members and adults in our lives and even siblings that we can do anything we want, All right? If you're a parent, you probably tell your child that. I know I've told my son that, Many, many, many times, right? You can do anything you want. His name's Hunter. And I tell him that all the time. Hunter, you can do anything you want. And I realized a while ago that I've never told him that he will do something unless it was like in a, a, a disciplinary tone, you know, like a, you will clean your room, that kind of thing. But I've never even considered telling him that you will be able to do this thing or you will accomplish this thing. So when he goes out to play hockey or when he goes out to play soccer in a game, I won't, I won't ever tell him. I never have that you will do something. And there's a whole number of reasons for that. But at the same time, just saying you can is, is such a safe out that I almost feel like that's, that's selfish of us as parents. That's selfish of me to say you can go out and win that game versus you will go out and win that game. Because now I'm putting the mentality in his head that he can do something, not that he should truly believe he will and then push to do that thing because he believes that he'll actually do it. 
Okay, so back to like myself as an adult, I've gotten myself into the point where I believe in my capabilities and I believe in the things that I'm passionate about and I believe in the things that I want to be able to do. But when I want to actually do something, I actually change my mindset now. So I don't really believe that I can do something, right? I, I, I tell myself that I believe I will do something. But, you know, back to this mindset, you believe that you can do something that if you really, if you really try to dissect that and break it down a little bit, you, it is a limiting belief. And I've talked about limiting beliefs before. And most people maybe probably everybody has heard of that expression, limiting beliefs, or that, that phrase, limiting beliefs, and they're real and they hold people back. Uh, you know, they say that we've only... You, we only use 10% of our brains, right? And uh, I, I am, I don't want to get too far out there, but I kind of believe in that. And that other 90% or 85% that we, you know, whatever it is that we don't use or that people think we don't use or we have no way of measuring that we actually use, uh, there's, I believe there's something there that has a lot to do with a kind of like putting ourselves in a, in a mental state that allows us to jump up, elevate, whatever, evolve to another level uh, mentally in order to make things happen for ourselves, to reach certain goals and to unlock, basically, unlock an ability, um, for lack of a better term. And one of those is believing that you will do something versus believing that you can do something. So it is a mindset. So when I say that belief that you can do something, uh, I, I'm saying that that is a mindset. And this kind of brings me to my next point, the, the belief that you will do something. I want to dive a little bit deeper into that, right? So you get up every morning and you brush your teeth and you eat something, maybe you pour a cup of coffee and you check your phone or whatever you do in the morning. You don't ever question that you're going to get in your car and drive to work and work however many hours and then come home. You don't really question that. You don't really even, I know there's second nature to it, but you don't think about whether or not you can do it. You just believe that you're going to do it and it's the way it's going to be. I'm going to get in my car. I'm going to drive to work. And it's that simple. You get in your car and you drive to work. Boom. Done. Right? Then when you get home from work, you might be thinking maybe on your way home or after you get home, I will go into the kitchen and I will make dinner. That's it. There's no questioning whether or not that's even possible. There's no questioning whether or not you are capable of it. It's just a fact of the matter. I will go into the kitchen. I will make dinner after this morning when you said, I will get in my car, you said this all subconsciously, I will get in my car, I will drive to work, I will work, and then I will drive home. Those weren't things that you questioned whether or not you were capable of doing, you just did them. And there's a big difference between questioning whether or not you're capable of doing that or not. When I talk about this, I like to refer to ice hockey. Skating, particularly, not necessarily hockey, but skating, because it's something that I know, and maybe some of you can relate to it, but if you've ever seen a hockey player go full speed and then stop, 
you know, they kind of turn their skates uh, to the side, both of them, and then they spray a bunch of snow and they come to a complete stop. Um, they do it really aggressively and yeah, a bunch of snow comes up and they stop like on a dime. Um, that's hard to learn, sure, but once you learn it, it's really easy. But here's the thing, and every skater can attest to this. Everyone who's ever gotten really good at skating and doing that type of stop is that the moment they think about it, they can't do it anymore, at least not comfortably. As soon as they start thinking about it, as soon as they start thinking about whether they can do that on that part of the ice, like I'm going to skate full speed and I'm going to stop right there on that line. As soon as they start thinking about it, they can't do it. All of a sudden, they go to stop and, and they, they blow an edge on their blades and they fall or they the, the skates chatter because they don't get the angle right or... Uh, you know, they, they, they're stopping comfortably with one of the feet, but uh, one of the skates, but the other one doesn't catch the ice right. And, and they, they have like this really ugly, not smooth looking stop and it takes them, they have to drag out an extra six, seven, eight inches. Um, it's, it's just something that's a combination of muscle memory and then belief that subconscious belief that they will do it period. There's no question. And so in the middle of a game, as an example, they're thinking about maybe where the puck is or where their teammate is or where the other player is. And they're not thinking about their feet anymore. All of a sudden, they can stop in both directions every single time. It's not a question. Uh, they don't think about how fast they're going or how slow they're going or where they're going to stop. They just, when they have to stop, they stop, right? It's muscle memory, it's reaction, and it's a subconscious belief that they will do it. And it's like, that's, that's, that's the reality for a lot of skills. That's reality for a ton of things is the belief that you will do something. And yes, I know it's muscle memory. Yes, I know it's habit. It's building a habit. But it's also more than that because habits build confidence. And confidence stores something in your brain that tells you that you will do that thing. And so the confidence comes from the, the deep understanding the 100% committed belief that you will do that when you try to do it. That's confidence right there. And speakers have the same exact mentality. You know, they have confidence. For professional speakers, or someone who's really, really comfortable speaking in front of people, they get that skill. They get that confidence from practice. And that, that practice is going to, it builds confidence because it builds the habit and it builds the subconscious belief that when I get up there, I'm going to kill it on stage, period. I'm going to do great. I will do great. So it's the belief that you will do something. And I think this is totally relevant in so many ways to leadership and parenting because I believe that a good leader and a good parent, and they are one and the same in my mind, will try to nurture that a little bit in someone and that someone could be an employee that someone could be your child that someone could even be yourself you know you are the leader of yourself right you're in charge of all that and if you if you if you kind of foster that mentality that i that you will do something or you try to teach your child like i've tried to teach my son that you want to do something? Okay, it's no longer 
you can do it. It's you will do it, period. You will do it. Uh, if you try to do that, you will start to see a, a mental shift in that person. Right? It's not immediate, but you will start to see it, and you'll start to see the successes come as a result. And I don't have any proof of this, but I truly believe that if you have that mentality and you truly believe that you can do something and you start to maybe take it to the next level where you can kind of envision it happening, that those things start to come together. So that kind of brings me to my next point, which is envisioning what you really want. I've talked about this a little bit too in the past, but envisioning what you want does lead to results. It does happen. And if you don't believe that that's true, then you aren't doing it, period. And I don't know if this is the law of attraction. I've gotten into that before. I've gotten into how the neurons in the brain supposedly, you know, potentially react to things. Um, But whether it's that or not, if you truly believe in in something and you are able to envision it, which really just takes practice, then you can you can create that reality. It's real. It's real. And uh, this is how it works. Okay, This is how I have been able to understand it for myself anyway. When I envision something that I really, really want, and I take a minute to really see it happening, see it unfolding in great detail in my mind, and I, and I do mean like great detail, like uh, the type of car that I want to be getting into or, you know, something to that level, right? Um, I will envision not just the car and the model that it is, you know, the model and the year or whatever, but I also envision the wheels. I envision the, the, like the, the curves and the detail of the bodywork of the car, uh, the, like the handle you know, when I, when I open up the door or, uh, the color of the trim on the inside, um, you know, all these details, every single last detail. Well, when I think about it at that level, what actually happens I've realized is that I start acting towards that goal. I start executing on a daily basis actions that lead towards that goal. When I first started seeing this happen was when I graduated college and I was terribly out of shape, about 70, 80 pounds overweight. I started to think about what it would be like to go from a 42 inch waist down to a 34 inch waist. I started to envision myself literally going to the store to buy pants that had a 34 inch waist. I could picture it in, in my mind, picking up the pants, going to try them on in the dressing room, and then going to the, the counter to pay for them. And same thing with shirts. I used to wear an XL, sometimes a 2XL, depending on the brand. I used to picture myself going to the store, picking out a medium shirt, trying it on, liking it, and then going to the register to buy it. I used to picture those things happening. And, uh, it gets you into kind of a weird mode, um, mentally when you start thinking about these things, because you're, you're picture, especially in that case, cause I'm picturing myself in a completely different space. So I'm, I'm imagining my, 
my body and my, my facial features and my, my shoulders and everything being smaller and more in shape, right? Not just like for a second. No, I would spend 10, 15 minutes actually picturing that, you know, like just at some point during the day, either at night or in the morning or sometime throughout the day, I would, I would actually picture, I would take time to make sure that that mental image was something that I kept with me. And what that did was it, it infected my thoughts and I would start, I would always have that in my mind. And once I, once I started doing this for a while, it was always in my mind. So it have totally affected my eating habits because I always had that image of what I wanted in my mind. And I would, so my eating habits changed for the better. And then when I was at the gym, it affected my gym habits from mediocre to no, I, I, I need to get to this point. And so, because I needed to get to that point, it made me do more, more sets, you know, at the gym. It made me, uh, just do more reps, heavier weight, um, you know, get, get that extra 20 minutes of cardio in or something. It changed my habits kind of against my will because I knew what I wanted and I made it known in my head what I was going to do, what I was going to be. I had a belief that I would get to that state and I envisioned it and it happened. And there's no coincidence there. And everybody I know who has made a major success, has accomplished a major success in their life, they had that vision in their head. They were able to picture it right? Maybe they don't talk about it. Maybe they can't even articulate it as well as I just did, like as clearly as I just did, but it happened. They saw it. They saw the image in their head and they went after it. There's no way not to do it. If you've ever accomplished anything huge in your life, look back and think about what you were thinking about. (laughs) Think about what you were thinking about at that period of time in your life when you were trying to do that thing. If it was building a business, you weren't spending 100% of your time, literally 100% of time, thinking about the next little micro strategic tactic you were gonna do to build your business. You were thinking big picture. You were thinking about what it would be like to be that business owner, to have clients to or customers or whatever it is, to have that physical product on the shelf for you to sell to customers. Like you were picturing those things, whether you knew it or not. And if you look back, I bet you can probably now identify some times when that happened. Now, alternatively, think about a time when you thought you wanted something and it never happened. It didn't, it didn't end up being real for you. Whether that was the success of a business, whether that was the a relationship, maybe, maybe that was the success of a particular job that you were working at and you wanted to be a certain title. Now think about those times and think about maybe where your mental state was at that time. Were you heavily distracted by something else? Did you ever really think about that thing to the extent of the things that you actually did accomplish? Right? Did you did you envision it? In other words, did you picture yourself doing those things? And the chances are probably not. I can just about promise anybody that 
if they really wanted something in the past and it didn't work out and they look back and they have this excuse like this thing got in the way or that happened or this coincidence or this excuse, whatever, chances are those weren't the reasons they didn't happen. The reasons they didn't happen and the reasons they didn't work out is because that person or those people didn't actually go to that extra extent, that extra length to make sure that they were truly believing that it would happen. Okay, so I live in the Boston area. Most of you guys know this. And last year, the Patriots, the New England Patriots, we're talking NFL here, uh, they had a pretty awesome season and they played the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl. And that game, if you were watching it, by halftime, you thought for sure that the Falcons were going to take this all the way, that they were going to beat up on the Patriots and win a Super Bowl, right? Uh, even by the time the third quarter came around, halfway through that third quarter, the Patriots were down like by like 25 points, all right? And this is in the Super Bowl. So the Atlanta Falcons, they had control of that game for one, two, and almost three quarters out of a four-quarter game, okay? I mean, that's great, right? They were awesome. They were dominating, actually. I watched it with my neighbors and my friends and my family, and we were all pretty certain that the Patriots were going to lose that game. I think everybody in New England was. I mean, no one really wanted to admit it, but you know, that was the case. Uh, but then, man, they didn't just rally, right? They... They went all the way. They believed that they could win that game. And Tom Brady is their quarterback, and he's an extreme competitor. Everybody knows that if you watch the NFL, if you're into football. Uh, and he got his team to believe that they could win that game on the defensive side, on the offensive side, and with a quarter and a half left in the Super Bowl, what do the Patriots do? They they rally, right? They went out on the field and they put up points. And then the defense went out, and they shut down the Falcons. Then the offense went out, they put up more points. Then the defense went out, shut down the Falcons. They did it again, and again, and again, and again for the rest of the game. And they believed that they could win the Super Bowl. And what did they do? They won the Super Bowl. That's it. They believed it. They wanted it more, and they made themselves believe it more. Not just during the game either. This was all the way from the last regular season game up through the time off during the playoffs, through the playoffs, into the Super Bowl. The Patriots believed they could win the Super Bowl. That's it. And that's what separates people who achieve greatness from people who don't, is that belief. It's not all physical skill, right? It's not all tactics and whatever strategies you have in your toolbox, a lot of it comes down to belief. A lot of it ha comes down to your willingness to give in to the belief that you will accomplish what you actually want to accomplish. And that's it. And anything in life that you can build, that you can develop, that you can achieve, this applies to. Right? Not something that's going to come down to dumb luck like winning the lottery, but building a real business or tackling that fitness objective, that fitness goal, that weight loss goal, something like that, a sport, picking up an instrument, learning a new skill, 
achieving some sort of success at your job, right? Getting that position that you want. Like those are all things that you have total control over. And if you want them and you tell yourself you will do them and you envision yourself doing those things and then you execute on those things as a result of envisioning yourself achieving it and you'll get there. So that's going to wrap up this episode and please, if you got any value out of this whatsoever, please share this with someone in your circle and have them check out the podcast. It's on iTunes, our website, Stitcher. And listen, if you guys like the show, uh, please leave me a review in iTunes. That really helps me reach more people and help more people. And so far, based on all the feedback, I am helping people and people do appreciate the podcast. So I would really appreciate your support. It is the lifeblood of the podcast. So thank you one more time and I'll catch you in the next episode. Take care.